Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On behalf of the New York Yankees, you are all officially invited to the 14th annual Guardy Party. We're here to break down the reported signing of Gardner and also discuss how it impacts the Yankees roster in 2021 and beyond on this brand new episode of the Pinstripe Talk podcast, which begins right now. You are listening to the Pinstripe Talk Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another edition of the Pinstripe Talk Podcast. Power to you by Delahanty Media. I'm your host, Nick Delahanty. A little bit of a special episode is obviously, we just released an episode three days ago, but there is some big news out of New York Yankees camp. It appears that the New York Yankees have agreed to terms on a one-year deal with outfielder Brett Gardner. The deal, which we're going to get to in a couple of minutes, also has some club options for 2022. So Gardner returns to the Bronx for yet another season, his 14th as a member of the New York Yankees, and both sides come to an agreement. We're going to talk about that and a lot more that kind of go hand-in-hand with the whole Gardner signing on this brand-new special episode. Now, before we get things started, reminder, follow us on social media at PinstripeTalkND, my personal account at Nick Delahanty, no underscore. Don't worry about that. Change up the Twitter handle in case you didn't hear already. And again, we're on Facebook by searching up Pinstripe Talk Podcast on Instagram, Delahanty Media, and also on YouTube, Delahanty Media as well. And again, we want to hear your thoughts. What do you think of the whole Brett Gardner deal? Do you like it? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Let us know your thoughts. Use social media to let us know what you think about this deal. And as always, we thank all our loyal listeners for tuning in. If you're new to the program, we thank you for taking some time to talk some Yankees baseball with us. 
Find our show on all podcasting platforms. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And find our video channel of the show on YouTube, like I said, at Delahanty Media. So let's get this show rolling. Brett Gardner, one-year deal, reported to be about 3 to $4 million in terms of salary. There is two options in 2022 that are important to note. There is a player option that if Gardner declines, turns into a club option, which the Yankees can accept or decline. There's reports that the deal could be anywhere close to $11 million total. There has not been an official announcement yet. Multiple sources have said that the deal is agreed upon. The Yankees just haven't made the official announcement. And when the official announcement comes, they're going to have to make some roster moves. And they already have to add Justin Wilson. They're going to have to add Brett Gardner as well. So we'll kind of talk about that in a little bit as well. But, and I've said it before, and I don't want to be crucified by Yankees faithful here, but I just didn't think at first that a reunion with Gardner made sense. And here's why. First and foremost, before I get into anything in regards to this topic, I am a big Brett Gardner fan. I appreciate what he's done for the organization. I appreciate the way he goes about his business. I love the leadership quality he brings to the table. But heading into the offseason, if you would have asked me a couple of months ago, I would have told you that I think that the Yankees could look elsewhere. And by elsewhere, I thought maybe, you know, for the right price on Michael Brantley, if they were willing to go over the luxury tax. Uh, giving Mike Talkman a bigger role, maybe bringing in another bat that would complement a Clint Frazier. But as time went on, it just showed that the Yankees had a lot of interest in bringing Gardner back, even though talks kind of got stale for a little bit. It just seemed like a reunion was destined to happen. And the big thing for me, the concern for me was, I love Clint Frazier as well, and I want to see Frazier play every day. And I thought, if you bring Gardner back, he's going to demand at bats. And you're going to have to play him. And that's going to take away from Clint Frazier, unless obviously you have injuries. That was what I was worried about. But once I heard that Aaron Boone saying Frazier's the starting left fielder, and then he reiterated those comments after the reported signing of Gardner, it made me feel a little bit better about the deal. And looking into it, you know, I try to keep an open mind on everything and that's something that I feel is very important, especially when you do a show like this. You don't want to just overreact to things. Now that I've looked into it, the deal makes more sense to me than it did probably a week ago when I thought, you know, the Yankees have enough pieces to figure it out. First of all, before we get into anything off the field and in the clubhouse, the presence on the field is important. We know the injuries the Yankees have had in the past. Judge, Hicks, Stanton, these are all guys that have injury past. So to have a guy like Gardner who's durable, plays every day if you need him to, it is a valuable tool. And yes, I firmly believe Aaron Boone and the Yankees saying that Clint Frazier's your everyday left fielder. I firmly believe that. But I don't think that Frazier's going to see every bit of his at-bats in left field. And here's why. In order to get everybody at-bats and to keep everybody fresh, you're going to see some shuffling within the Yankees outfield. You're going to see Frazier play left field and right field. That is, so you can either give Judge a day off, or you can use Judge in a DH type of role. You're going to see Gardner play left field and center field, which gives Aaron Hicks some time off. You know, you have the versatility there. So to say that you're going to see the same three outfielders thrown out there for 162 games, it's a dumb statement to make. It's not going to happen. 
It's just simply not going to transpire. It's not something that you're going to see. Injuries happen. Struggles happen. So Aaron Boone now has a little bit more flexibility. And with the rest of the bench, you know, you figure Gardner will be a bench piece. Maybe the Yankees keep a Derek Dietrich who has some outfield experience. Maybe he gets some reps in left field. Or maybe you keep a Jay Bruce who has experience in both corner outfield positions. There's a little bit more flexibility there with Gardner in the mix. And, you know, maybe even Talkman stays. And we're going to get to him in a little bit because he's a very interesting candidate that, you know, I feel is impacted by this move in general. So, did some research, obviously, because, you know, why would I do a show without giving some research? Gardner, going into his age 37-year-old season, has been with the Yankees since 2005. Remember, he was their third-round pick out of the College of Charleston. So, he's been around the Yankees a long time. He's their well-known veteran has a World Series under his belt, and it would be really great if the Yankees could send him out on top if this ends up being his last year. You know, who knows what Garner's thinking moving forward. Maybe he can end his career with the Yankees by winning another World Series title to give him two in his career. Now, Baseball Reference does a great job of projecting what players are going to do uh, throughout a regular season. And what I did was I looked at his projections and I kind of took them as a whole. They project Gardner to hit 232, get 468 plate appearances. Now, if you look at that number, 468 plate appearances seems like a lot, right? But if you take 468, and now I'm going to test your math knowledge here. We're, we're a show of many types of, you know, hats and, and different roles here. That totals out to 117 games if it's four at-bats per game, right? So that's a number that's logical. It makes a lot of sense. We've seen Aaron Hicks miss time. We've seen Aaron Judge miss time. We haven't gotten a full 162 out of Clint Frazier yet. So coming off a year where you're in a shortened season, it's good to have that veteran presence in the mix with Gardner. And now, mind you, Gardner hit 223 in a 49-game shortened season last year. Usually sits around the 250 to 260 mark. Had a couple of years where you could say that wasn't the case, but... If you can get, you know, Gardner to hit 230, 240, they project him to hit 16 homers. I think the Yankees will sign up for that any day. Um, we've seen a couple of seasons where he's hit over 15 homers. He actually has four of those seasons. So it's logical, especially in Yankee Stadium. So if you get that production out of Gardner in that quote-unquote backup role, that's going to be very valuable. And again, I, I hate to consider it a backup role because I think that he's going to be more of a, a fourth starter type of thing where he's going to play essentially on a regular basis maybe four to five times a week, and you're going to see him shuffled around left and center field and then give guys some rest. So it makes sense in that aspect. Now, here's the side where it doesn't really make sense to me. Miguel Andujar, I didn't think was going to make the roster to begin with, has a minor league option according to fan graphs. That's something that, you know, I kind of pushed to the side. But... Mike Talkman, who is out of options, I just feel like he's destined to be traded now. And, and I don't know what the Yankees' thought process is with Talkman. Maybe they don't think that he's the, the guy that they want as the fourth outfielder, per se. Or maybe they're envisioning a situation where Talkman's your quote-unquote fifth outfielder and you keep all these guys in the mix knowing that you've had some injuries in the past. It's a tricky situation because... Talkman's out of options. It's not like you could stash him in the minor leagues like Miguel Andujar. Does Cashman turn around and say, look, 
I have Talkman, I have Albert Abreu, who's a young right-handed pitcher, that have no more minor league options. Maybe I could trade them to somebody in need of an outfielder now and maybe a relief pitcher and get some minor league talent back or maybe get some international money or find something that you can do with those two players. It's going to be interesting to tell, but my confidence in Talkman making the roster before Gardner compared to now having Gardner back is drastically lowered. And if I was a betting man, which I'm not, I would say it's under a 25% chance Talkman is a member of the New York Yankees by the end of spring. I don't know what the Yankees' thought process is on Talkman. You know, if you're looking at it from a perspective, yes, a lefty hitting outfielder, also much younger as he's entering his age 30-year-old season. Over his time with the Yankees, 268 batting average has shown some power. I don't know what the Yankees' stall process is with him. Maybe they do keep Gardner and Talkman on the bench and go four-man bench. Utilize Wade as your super utility guy, knowing that DJ LeMahieu can play first base. You have some flexibility there with Wade. There's a lot of pieces that are going to be impacted by this, but I think that this signing impacts Talkman the most because he's a guy that now seemed to have a certain spot on the roster as the Yankees reported to spring training a couple of days ago. Now that's a little bit more in question. And I'm sure that maybe somebody has an injury in spring and they say, look, we need another outfielder. Talkman's a guy we have we see some high upside with. He's under club control until 2025. He's a guy that we think we can work with. And maybe the Yankees get something good for him. Or they hold on to him knowing that the injury history has been a complete burden lately. And they figure Talkman will get his chance at some given point. But I'm interested to see how that plays out. Keep an eye on Talkman as spring training goes along because I can easily, I mean easily, see him as a guy who could be traded. And I think that's my biggest concern is, you know, it's not like you could stash Talkman, like I said, in the minors. And it's kind of a situation where you don't want to give up depth and then you a week later somebody goes down with an injury, knock on wood. But... I understand the logic of bringing Gardner back. I understand how it impacts them on the field and especially off the field. And that's where I want to get to off the field. If you've watched recently, if you've listened recently, it seems like the Yankees clubhouse is a little bit split on Domingo Herman's return. And remember, Herman missed the whole 2020 season with the domestic violence case. Seems like some Yankees, especially Zach Britton, who spoke out to the media recently, are not very happy with Herman and, and don't approve of what he did, and rightly so. There's no room for domestic violence in our world, and I think that's something that's very important to know. But I am a firm believer everybody deserves a second chance. It's just very weird seeing Herman post on social media, and there's been a lot of questionable things he's done. And with this Yankees team, let's remember, you don't have a Derek Jeter. You don't have a CC Sabathia anymore. Yes, Aaron Judge is viewed as a leader, but... They've always had that veteran clubhouse presence that has really stepped up and taken control. And you could say Garrett Cole could take over that role, but this is only his second year with the team. He hasn't even had a full season in the Bronx. So that's where Gardner becomes even more valuable because if you're looking for the epitome of a New York Yankee, there's not many Yankees that you would put ahead of Brett Gardner. The way he handles himself, the professionalism, the hard work, the, the dedication to the organization, both on and off the field. Great in the community. So there's a lot of good things you could say about Brett Gardner, and I just feel the Yankees 
roster as a whole was lacking that. And in a time where they do have some clubhouse uncertainty, obviously it's not something you want to start your year off with having this hover over your head. But I think that having Gardner in the mix will kind of get everybody back on track. He's the type of guy that could keep your clubhouse culture strong. So that's something from day one. You're not going to win a World Series if your clubhouse culture is not there. It's a frustrating thing to think about, but it's so valid and so true in our world. Good culture brings good results. And that's what the Yankees are trying to emulate and to build is that good culture. Does Herman even make the team? Who knows? But I think as spring training goes along, I think that the Yankees are going to have to have some kind of internal discussions with Herman and, and say to him, look, first of all, you got to stop the social media posts. Like these really weird social media posts got to stop. You know, they, they can't keep continuing. That's something that is going to really hamper and harbor over us because everybody's concerned about your well-being every time you post something like that. And also, I think that they're going to have to have him address this with the team. I think there's guys in the clubhouse that have families or have wives or have girlfriends that take offense to what happened and, and are really, I don't want to say scarred, but are upset by what occurred. So I think that Herman's going to have to step up and you know, not apologize. I don't think he really has to apologize to those guys for what he did. I think that, you know, he did let him down by not being able to pitch, and that's obvious, but I feel like he has to address this in one way because it will help move forward. And Gardner's a guy who can help bring this all together. And I'm not saying he's the peacemaker, but he's a clubhouse presence that they desperately need, especially at this time. So the pros of bringing Gardner back. Obviously, clubhouse. Great clubhouse presence. Still could play. Like, nobody said he can't. Guy can still hit. Guy can still field. Guy is still very productive. If you look at the numbers, there. if you look at, like, the war since 2013, there's only, like, two or three outfielders ahead of him in the American League. And two of them are Trout and Mookie Betts. So, shows how valuable Gardner's been. And then, of course, you know, gives you a little more flexibility, gives you more depth. It makes sense on that point. Also, Yankees stay under the luxury tax. The reported deals of Wilson and Gardner still keep them under, so there's room to work at the trade deadline, things like that. So they're not set in stone that this is the roster they're going to be working with for the entire 2020 season. The cons of it. The Talkman situation. What happens with Talkman? I know a lot of people are high on him. I am as well. I would have liked to have seen him get a chance at that fourth outfielder role, but it'll be interesting to see what they do with him. Other guys, it affects, obviously, Estevan Florio. Kind of gets stashed in AAA, which is okay to me. think he needs a little more seasoning. Miguel Andujar seems like even less likely for him to make the roster. I had him at close to 0% anyway. I would say unless somebody gets hurt in spring training, again, knock on wood, that's going to be a 0 for me as well again. And Greg Allen, who I think the Yankees will eventually DFA Greg Allen, who they acquired during the offseason, and DFA is of course, designate for assignment, which gives the team 10 days to trade or release him or outright him to the minor leagues if he accepts a minor league um, assignment. So there are a couple of guys that get impacted, but like I said on social media, and you can follow me on Twitter to see it, I finally feel like the Yankees roster is close to complete. And I feel like they don't have to do anything else, and obviously unless there's injuries, before they head into the 2021 season. Now I feel like all the question marks are gone. You know, Cashman did a great job this offseason addressing the needs, staying under the luxury tax. He was given a tough task by staying under the 
luxury tax of $210 million and did a great job. Dumped out of Eno's contract, got two relievers in return. Brought back the team's MVP in DJ LeMahieu, was able to reunite with Gardner. Yeah, they lost guys like Tanaka that, you know, fans loved. But you bring in a Corey Kluber and a Jamison Tyone who could probably and most likely fill the void if healthy. So I love what Cashman did this offseason, but I feel like you could finally say it's complete and you could look ahead towards spring training. And I have to be completely honest with you. Our next show, which is going to air within the next week or so, I don't want to bombard you with too many shows at once, but our next show is going to be my roster prediction for opening day. 26-man roster. I already started it, but I have to tell you, past years it was a little more tricky. Some things you have to determine, the end of the rotation type thing, but Right now, I'm stuck at 25, and I have one spot to go. So, I have a beautiful roster. Pretty easy for me, to be quite honest with you. But there's a couple of question marks, and we're going to obviously talk about that on that next show. But, Guardy Party is back. Year 14. Let us know what you think. You heard what I had to think about it. I'm a little up and down on it, but overall, I do love Gardner. Sign me up for another year of Guardy Party. Let's see what he can do. Let's hopefully see him in a fourth outfielder role where Judge and Frazier and Hicks can stay healthy and you just mix and match throughout the year to keep everybody fresh. But, you know, we're the team of injuries lately, so you never know what to expect. But as always, hit us up on social media at Pinstripe Talk ND, my personal account at Nick Delahanty. On Facebook, look up Pinstripe Talk Podcast. And again, we're on Instagram, Delahanty Media. If you're listening to our audio feed, check out our YouTube feed. Go to Delahanty Media on YouTube to find that. And if you haven't done so already, hit that subscribe button on whatever podcasting platform you're listening on. Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, you name it, our show is there available for you. And leave some reviews. Talk about how much you love the show. Leave some five stars. We love that as well. All your feedback goes a long way in helping to promote the brand. If you want to really promote the brand, go to DelahantyMedia.com and check out our store. You could get all of our Delahanty Media gear from Pinstripe Talk Podcast to Let's Debate Podcast to Delahanty Media as a whole. Check that out. Support the brand. Be a public advertiser. We love that about you guys. As always, it's very fun to talk Yankees baseball with you as spring trainings in gear. I don't know about you guys, but I've been on Twitter. I've been glued to it trying to see all the latest updates and see who's in the greatest shape for their lives and check out all the videos and interviews that are going on. I just love this time of year because I know that in essentially a little over a month, the New York Yankees will take the field in a regular season game in the Bronx against the Toronto Blue Jays on April 1st. And I am so excited for that. But as the season comes closer... As more news and information comes along, continue to listen to our show. We will continue to provide up-to-date podcasts about what's going on with the New York Yankees. Any rumors, roster moves, trades, injuries, probables, whatever you want to talk about, we will talk about and more. So make sure you stay tuned. We got a lot more in store for you. As always, this is the Pinstripe Talk Podcast powered to you by Delahanty Media. I'm your host, Nick Delahanty. It has been a pleasure talking Yankees baseball with you, and officially, let's welcome back Brett Gardner. As always, let's go Yankees. The countdown to opening day is on, and we will definitely talk to you in the very near future. Stay tuned, and stay well, everyone. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.